This is InfoTrack, the weekly show with information you should know. Here's what's happening on this week's show. You might think that Social Security payments are one-size-fits-all, but the benefit system is more complex than most people realize. If you just take the benefits at the earliest possible date, you can be giving up hundreds of thousands of dollars. In addition, if you take benefits too early, you give up on an enormous return that Social Security provides for being patient. Then, Alzheimer's is a very costly disease for America's healthcare system. What are the odds you'll get the illness, and why is treatment so expensive? Thanks to many medical advances, we are all living longer, and basically if everyone lives to be 85, half of us will have Alzheimer's disease. Those two interviews, and much more, are coming your way on this week's InfoTrack. Don't go away. Our show gets underway right after this. InfoTrack, the weekly show with information you should know. Here's your host, Chris Whitting. When it comes to getting maximum benefits from Social Security, many Americans are woefully uninformed. Making a mistake could end up costing you hundreds of thousands in benefits. With the story, here's InfoTrack's Roy Mackey. Roy? Thank you, Chris. Our guest is Lawrence Kotlikoff, probably the foremost expert on Social Security in the country. He's the William Fairfield Warren Distinguished Professor and a professor of economics at Boston University. And he's the co-author of a new book called Get What's Yours, The Secrets to Maxing Out Your Social Security. Professor Kotlikoff, welcome to InfoTrack. Thanks for having me. I think at least before they retire, many Americans figure Social Security is pretty simple. You turn 62 or 65 or whatever age... And you file for your monthly check, and that's it. But it is far more complicated than that, isn't it? Yeah, it's very complicated, extremely complicated. You cannot make it more complicated than it is. And 10,000 baby boomers are basically, as soon as they retire every day, 10,000 are retiring. They're taking the benefits as soon as they can. And for most people, this is the wrong decision. So we wrote the book to try and help all the baby boomers and everybody coming thereafter get what's theirs because... If you just take the benefits at the earliest possible date, you give up being able to collect more than one benefit. You can be giving up hundreds of thousands of dollars because not only are you missing out on certain benefits that may be available to you, child benefits, survivor benefits, spousal benefits, divorcee, spousal, divorcee, widow benefits. But in addition, if you take benefits too early, you give up on an enormous return that Social Security provides for being patient. If you take your retirement benefit, for example, at age 70, it will start at a value that's 76% higher than if you take it at age 62. So Social Security has a huge incentive to be waiting because you could be collecting 76% more above and beyond inflation from age 70 through 100 if you make it to 100. You mentioned spousal benefits a second ago. One of the things you write about is that Americans are leaving at least $10 billion, billion with a B, on the table each year by not claiming spousal benefits or not claiming them properly. Can you just explain what those spousal benefits are and what people need to consider? Sure, I'll tell you about my co-author, Paul Solomon. He's one of my two co-authors. He's the PBS NewsHour economics correspondent. So Paul and I are buddies. We play tennis. I asked Paul about his Social Security plans. He tells me he knows everything about it, not to bother him. I keep pushing him. Finally, he tells me how old he and his wife are. And within two minutes, I get him $50,000 in free spousal benefits. He knew nothing about it. And the way that works is, in his case, he and his wife were just about to turn 66. 
And what she did is file for a retirement benefit on her own record, but then immediately suspend it. And she's going to wait till 70 to start her retirement benefit up again. Paul filed just for a spousal benefit. He's able to collect half of her full retirement benefit. And he did that. He's now 70. He did that four years ago when I told him to do it. And he collected about 12000 bucks a year. So he got close to $50,000 because of running into me. And we felt that it shouldn't be the case that we have a random redistribution program associated with Social Security that generates inequality, something nobody really likes, for no good reason. Just so I can understand for sure how that spousal benefit thing works, he was not on Social Security at the time that he filed for the spousal benefit, and yet he receives a check. Is that right? Yeah. After you reach full retirement age, you're eligible to file just for your spousal benefit. And if you're divorced, you can do this, having been married for 10 or more years, if you're married and your spouse has filed and suspended or just filed, you can file just for a spouse benefit. So there are some buts here, buts and ifs, and we go through those in the book. But if you play your cards right, you can get a free spouse benefit for one of the spouses in a marriage. And in the case of a divorced couple who were married for 10 or more years, they can both get free spouse benefits, full spouse benefits from full retirement age on through age 70, and then they would collect their own benefit at its highest possible value. The three general rules that we talk about in the book, one is to be patient because Social Security is offering a real return from being patient and taking higher benefits at a later point. The second rule is to understand about all your benefits, what's available to you. You may not know about spousal benefits or widow benefits or disabled child benefits or child survivor benefits, for example. So knowing about those benefits is important. And then the third thing is to time your collection of benefits so that you can get more than just one benefit. You can't get two benefits at the same time. They'll just give you the larger of the two. So it's very important to take one benefit early and then let the other benefit grow and then jump onto it in order to maximize your lifetime benefits. That's the strategy Paul ended up following. He took a spouse benefit early and then took his own retirement benefit at 70. How many Americans fail to save at all on their own and then they end up almost entirely depending on Social Security? A very large fraction of Americans, it could be 40% or almost entirely dependent on Social Security. So it's important. Now, a lot of people can't optimize, can't be patient because they have nothing else to live on. But what we're saying is, gee, there's such a tremendous return from following the optimal strategy. In the case of even a couple that's earning about $30,000 when they retire, the difference between optimizing and not can be $250,000 in present value. So the thing to do is to try and keep working if you can, or maybe take out a mortgage on your home if you need some money to get by, or tap into your 401k money early, or get a loan from your brother, because this is such an enormous payoff and it's perfectly safe. It's not like investing in the stock market where somebody might tell you, gee, you're going to make a killing on this particular stock. Here, we're talking about benefits which are inflation protected, which are legal benefits that you paid for that are yours. If you understand them, you can go and collect them. There's no risk to it. And in terms of the government cutting benefits for people that are close to retirement or in retirement, I don't see that happening because the AARP, the American Association of Retired Persons, has about 50 million members, and they will literally attack Congress physically, I think, if 
they were to touch any provisions that would affect them. So it's just not going to happen politically, I don't think. So people can be safe in trying to optimize. Do you think that the average retirement planner or financial planner is knowledgeable enough about Social Security to advise someone on some of these arcane benefits? Well, no. I don't even think of people at Social Security know enough. They seem to be giving bad advice about 40% of the time. The other thing we talk about in the book is that I have a software company which has a software program called MaximizeMySocialSecurity.com. There are some cases where it's not so clear what you want to do, what's the optimal strategy, and that's where the software MaximizeMySpending.com comes in. For example, if you're widowed and you're 60, you can take a widow benefit starting at 60 and take your retirement benefit at 70, but it might be better to take your retirement benefit at 62 and your widow benefit at 66, for example, depending on your circumstance. Which should you take first? That requires a computer to figure out in many cases. At what age should someone really get serious about understanding Social Security and making genuine plans? Well, I think everybody should be doing life cycle financial planning early on, probably from age 30. And things can change. So, you know, if you're single and then you get married, you want to plan differently. But Social Security is a big part of your retirement. And if you just completely ignore it, you might end up saving in some ways more than you should because you'll give up enjoying life when you're young because you don't take into account the fact that this is coming and how large the benefits are. Over the long haul, Social Security has got to have to be changed. The benefits may have to be cut or the taxes on those benefits may have to be increased because Social Security is financially in very bad shape, according to the trustees report that shows the system to be 33% underfinanced. So we have to worry about that. But I think proper Social Security planning should start early on. We shouldn't be waiting till the last minute to decide what you are going to get because it's going to influence how much you need to save along the way. I think there's an assumption from a lot of people that, oh, I might as well file for my Social Security early because unless I live to be a really elderly age, it all kind of works out the same. In other words, if I die at, say, age 83, if I retire at 62 with reduced benefits or if I retire with full benefits at 65, whatever, that it all eventually works out the same in the wash unless you live to be 95. Is that correct or is that a bad assumption? We're getting this all the time, but people think about this as kind of on a break-even or life expectancy basis. And we're trying to point out, if your house burns down, it burns down. You need to have full coverage. When you buy homeowner's insurance, you don't think about it as an investment. You don't think about it as a break-even proposition. You don't say, what's the return on this policy that I'm investing in? You just think about, what's the worst-case scenario? My house burns down. I need to have full coverage. Here, the worst-case scenario is that you live to 100 and you need to have money to sustain yourself all the way out to 100. So that's what Social Security is providing you, this longevity insurance, and you want to take full advantage of that. That's why, for many, many people, delaying taking their retirement benefit is the optimal policy because it's really cashing in on this insurance policy in the sense of getting this protection against excessive age, excessive longevity at a very, very affordable price. We think that most people are thinking about this the wrong way. That's why most people are taking their benefits as soon as they can get them. And we're trying to change that perception. Social Security is still, unless it's really radically changed, a very good investment. 
and you need to maximize it. Professor Lawrence Kotlikoff from Boston University, the co-author of Get What's Yours, The Secrets to Maxing Out Your Social Security. Professor Kotlikoff, do you have a website where folks can learn more? We have a website called getwhatsyours.org. There's no apostrophe in the what, so getwhatsyours.org. It talks about the book. My own website is kotlikoff.net. There's another website called MaximizeMySocialSecurity.com, which is my company's website where we uh, sell the Social Security software. So these three places. Well, thank you again for joining us on InfoTrack. My pleasure. And for InfoTrack, I'm Roy Mackey. Next, Alzheimer's isn't just a crippling disease. It also costs our nation big bucks. The eye-opening facts straight ahead. There's more InfoTrack coming up. Stay tuned. Stay tuned.